time, we need to be real close to the most high. You Right in the middle of it. 
You know what I'm saying? Come back to the most high. Don't buy another pair of glasses and Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James with Watchman Street Ministry and Scriptures Across the World. And we're here on Repent Radio, on Anchor Radio, on Spotify. And that was Fred and Genius Seven. Here on YouTube. And he's also Tazadak Shaw on Facebook. And that song was Stay Close, Close to the Most High. That's what we need to do. It's getting so bad out here on the streets and everywhere here in the U.S. and the world even. All this sin, sin, city stuff going. We need to stay close to the Most High. Today and every day. Look at everything that's going on. Sin is here, sin is there, sin is everywhere. And did you know we don't have to sin? Though some people may claim, well, what about First John chapter 1? If you, uh, if you say you're without sin, you're a liar and all that. And, uh, well, uh, why would Yeshia go around saying, go and sin no more? He told the lady caught in adultery. And then a guy that he delivered, he said, if you sin again, seven times worse will come upon you. A guy that he healed. He said that too. Would he tell us something that he says, be ye perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Okay. We may not be perfect, perfect, but we know that if we do sin, we do have an advocate with the Father. But He doesn't expect you to sin anymore. When you come to Him and repent of your sin, we're to strive to be Christ-like, to be Mashiach-like, to be more like Him. And we strive to every day. I'm not saying we won't mess up, but that's when we cry out and repent and uh, not do it again. We don't have to sin. Just because you get a thought in your head doesn't mean that's a sin. Because you cast down the imaginations, cast down those thoughts. So if you cast down those thoughts, So let's go to First John. Chapter one. Okay, it says right here, uh, 
if we, okay, verse 6 of 1 John, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Yeshua Messiah, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. That is before we come to him. Because it says, but if we walk in the light, and he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Yeshua, Messiah, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and the word is not in us. If we say we used to sin, which I did on a regular basis, and then I was set free in 2009, I'm not saying that, that I haven't. Yes, I have, but uh, you can get things put in your mind to say, like, people will bring that up real quick. And they'll bring up uh, Romans chapter 7, 2, to uh, allow them to keep sinning. But it says here, let's go to First John chapter 3. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. This is verse 4 of 1 John 3. For sin is the transgression of the Torah law. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. So it says, Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. So it's telling you over here that whosoever sinned hath not seen him, and neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. So we're not to let people deceive anyone deceive us. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, okay? So if you do righteousness, then you're righteous. Even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil. But then y'all want to put up here if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in it. But over here says, He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the son of Ahia was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. So we're to strive to be like Yeshaya. I'm glad that he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we're to now, once we come to him, we're to strive to quit sinning. Because it says here, he that committeth sin is of the devil. 
for the devil sent us from the beginning. For this purpose the son of Ahiah was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of Ahiah doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of Ahiah. In this the children of Ahiah are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of Ahiah, neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Okay, so that's what would uh, alleviate is we're to love one another. So we should not hate because if you hate, then you're a murderer. That's what Yeshia said. The one that the world calls Jesus. He said, uh, Me and my wife chooses to say Yeshaya. Because we know that's his true name. Okay, verse 21 of Matthew 5. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way, first be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Agree with thine adversary quickly, whilst thou art in the way of him, lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. So you're hearing right here about the... Uh, Okay, and uh, ye, okay, verse 38 of Matthew 5, ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, 
turned to him the other also. And if a man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. We're supposed to love our enemies too, and whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. You have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? <clears throat> Here's the part. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. You see? But I'm trying to let you know we're to strive to not sin and we're to live for Ahia through Yeshaya. We're to surrender our lives to him, live for him. Let him control our lives and not us. It's not about us anymore. When you come to him, you belong to him. We become ambassadors for Yeshaya. Think about that, people. You're an ambassador. You need to act like it. If you're going to be one, you need to act like it. <clears throat> we became new creatures when we came to Yeshaya. It says, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Mashiach, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And we're going to read through 21. That was verse 17. So 18. And all things are of Ahia, who has reconciled us to himself by Yeshua Mashiach, and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Okay, so when you came to Mashiach, you wound up in the ministry of reconciliation. But it says, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that Ahia was in Mashiach, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trans not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Okay, what's it trying to say here? <clears throat> 
that Ahiah was in Mashiach. Well, you know, in the first book of Adam and Eve, Ahiah tells Adam that he was going to... Let's go there. If I don't wind up Knocking us off of uh, the radio broadcast, but praise Ahia. First book of Adam and Eve. Okay, the earliest prophecy. Chapter 14, the earliest prophecy of the coming of Christ. Okay. I'm going to read it from verse 1. And Adam said to Allahain, O Allahain, take you my soul, and let me not see this gloom any more, or remove me to some place where there is no darkness. But Ahiah, Allahain, said to Adam, Indeed, I say to you, this darkness will pass from you. Every day I have determined for you until the fulfillment of my covenant when I will save you and bring you again into the garden, into the house of light you long for, in which there is no darkness. I will bring you to it in the kingdom of heaven. Again said Elohim to Adam, all this misery that you have been made to take on yourself because of your transgression will not free you from the hand of Satan and will not save you. But I will. Okay, this is what Ahia is saying to Adam, which is why we know that Yeshia is the Savior and Mashiach. But I will, when I shall come down from heaven and shall become flesh of your descendants and take on myself the infirmity from which you suffer, then the darkness that covered you in this cave shall cover me in the grave when I am in the flesh of your descendants. And I who am without years shall be subject to the reckoning of years, of times, of months, and of days, and I shall be reckoned as one of the sons of men in order to save you. And Ahiah ceased to commune with Adam. So do y'all get this? This is the first book of Adam and Eve. And it's got Elohim saying... He will take on the flesh. You know how Yeshua said, Him and the Father's one. You see me, you see the Father. Do y'all understand that? Praise Ahia, I understand it. 
that that right there proved to me that Yeshia is the son of Ahiah. And where he said that he came in his father's name. But y'all did not want to receive me. But somebody else that comes in his own name, y'all, hello, y'all decide to take. Jesus didn't come in his father's name. If the father's Ahia, but Yeshia, Yeshia means my Savior in Paleo-Hebrew. Ahia means I am, I exist, the self-existent uh, one. Yah is the Egyptian moon god. Yahweh was a Roman deity called I-O-V-E. Look it up. The pronunciation of that Roman Deity, I-O-V-E. I mean, it's like hidden in plain sight. Anyways, I just wanted to let y'all know where to try to strive to be. Mashiach-like or Christ-like were to strive to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm just saying I strive to be working towards it. My wife's working towards it too. Everyone should be working towards it. But down to here, to wit, that Ahia was in Mashiach. Okay, I was brought out more from in the first book of Adam and Eve. Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Mashiach, as though Ahia did beseech you by us. We pray you in Mashiach's stead, be ye reconciled to Ahia, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of Ahia in him. Think about that, people. Praise Ahia that we're now ambassadors. We need to be out telling people, shouting from the rooftop, Just like uh, the book of Isaiah, chapter 58,
cry aloud. Spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their sin, transgression in the house of Jacob their sin. So we should be cry aloud and spare not. Lift up our voices like trumpets and show the highest people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sin. So we should be shouting from the rooftop and we should be praising Ahia for everything. Think about it, people. I mean, he is so good. Ahia is to send Yeshia, no, to come down himself as Yeshia. That's the thing. We need to know that he himself came down. He took on the human flesh. And when we come into Messiah, we are new creatures. And we got to remember that the old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. We took our old man off, and now we're new. When we go into baptism for the remission of sins and for the sins of our forefathers, it's like we go into the water, we die, and are buried. And then when we're pulled up out of the water, we're like a new creature because it's like our resurrection. That's like the death, burial, resurrection. Think about it. And Yeshia, he got baptized. So we all need to be baptized. You don't have to be baptized to be saved, just believe. Now it says, those who believe and are baptized shall be saved. Those that don't believe will be damned. But you got to remember, you're not going to get baptized if you don't believe anyway. Why get baptized? If I get baptized, it might save me whether I believe or not. Well, you got a little bit of belief in you if you're going to get baptized anyway, just in case. So why not go into full belief and believe that Yeshua will set you free? It says in there, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So you need to study to show thyself approved. What is the truth? Well, in uh, Psalms 119, verse 142, people don't want to hear that one, but you're asking... what the truth is, so here we go. 
some Psalm 119, verse 142. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy Torah law is the truth. What does it say here? Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. Yeah, I've got that part, but what does the other say? And thy Torah law is the truth. That Torah law is the truth? Yes, but it says it's the truth. So let's read it again. Maybe it'll change. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy Torah law is the truth. Really? Yes, really. All right, let's go into precept. Let's go to the New Testament. What does it say is the truth? John 14, verse 6. Yeshua said unto him, I am the way, the truth. Uh-oh. But it says in the Old Testament in Psalms that the Torah vows the truth. But it says here, Yeshua said unto him, I am the way, the truth. In the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Okay. So what's that trying to say? Well, let's go to John chapter 1. We're doing some precepts here. So let's first go to Isaiah 28. So we get an idea of what we're doing. All right, verse 9 of Isaiah 28. Whom shall they teach knowledge, and whom shall they make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue, Will he speak to his people? To whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye must ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. But the word of Ahiah was unto them precept upon precept, precept upon precept. Line upon line, line upon line, here little, there little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. Okay, so we know that it's precept upon precept, line upon line, here little, there little. Okay, let's go to John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word. And the Word was with Elohim, and the Word was Elohim. The same was in the beginning with Elohim. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was light, 
and the, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. All right. So we know that he <clears throat> became flesh. Verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Okay, so we know that the word of Ahia became flesh. Well, you know that in Psalms 119, 142, truth, the Torah is the truth. That's the written word. So the word that became flesh is, you see where he says, Yeshia says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. So we know that he, he goes, Believest thou He says that him and the Father is one. Praise Ahia. So we know that Yeshua is the Word. We've got to know that He is the one who paid the price for us so that we can have everlasting life. So it's time to repent and turn from our wicked ways and turn to Yeshua to live right for Ahia is our everlasting, our heavenly Father. People, time is ticking. And one day, he's coming. And he's coming like a thief in the night when you're not expecting it. How do you know that? Nobody knows the day or the hour, and it says it right in the scriptures that he's going to be coming like a thief in the night. So we better be ready. No one knows the day or the hour. He doesn't even know. The only one who knows is the Father. He's knocking on the door. Let him in. He'll sup with you. You know, uh, we're to strive not to sin, and it is hard. There ain't no telling how many times we mess up. Because we may have anger issues. Some people, pornography, some people, different things. Like uh, some people smoke cigarettes, some people drink 
alcohol, maybe a little too much. I used to. And then you may use cuss words. You may curse people, which we're not supposed to do. We're supposed to uh, bless them that persecute us. We're to pray for our enemies. We're to love our enemies. And do good to those who hate you. I mean, that's hard to do. But we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to forgive. I mean, somebody could have killed your best friend or your parents or your brother or sister or your child. Somebody could have killed them. Somebody could have done anything to them. You're supposed to forgive them. I don't know how much, but you're supposed to forgive them. And, uh, but what I mean, I don't know how much. Well, you know what the Father does? When He forgives us, when we repent, He throws the sins and transgressions away as far as from the east to the west that they're no more. Think about that. And we're to strive we're to strive to be perfect, strive to not sin, and not to willfully sin. So if any thoughts come into your mind, take them into captivity, because it talks in the scriptures about taking the thoughts captive, So if it does say that, well, you know, you're to take them captive so that they don't get you. Right here, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, we'll start at verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through Ahia to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of Elohim, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Messiah and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do ye look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Mashiach, let him um, of himself think this again. That as he is Mashiach, even so are we Mashiach. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Master hath given us for edification, and not for your destruction, I should not 
be ashamed. Okay. We're to take, we're to cast down the imaginations. Remember that our war, weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through Ahia to the pulling down of strongholds. What's that? Prayer. Scriptures. And with you having a relationship with Yeshia, with the higher through Yeshia. Yeah, you can take that stuff, cast them down, all them imaginations. So we're to take every thought captive. We're to cast them out. And we're to realize we're to use our armor and all. So we're to do that. And we're going to bring some more out in the next broadcast. Ahia willing. Tomorrow evening on all of this. The armor and casting down the imagination will bring more about it. Uh, how you willing? If it isn't something else that I'll be bringing up because seems like sometimes you plan something that don't go that way. Because he wants you to talk something out. Praise the higher through Yeshia. And don't be getting into this pagan holiday that's coming up this weekend. That may be why this weather is going crazy. Ahia may want everybody to stay home and not be doing that. Think about it. It ain't his it ain't about his son that holiday. But praise Ahia though. You, it's gonna be tough though the stuff that's gonna be happening. All this cold weather coming and all the they're talking about blizzards and everything else. But Ahia's got it all. And people, don't take that vaccine. That vaccine can be the mark of the beast. Think about it. If it isn't, what else could it be? You put a prick in your arm with it. Well, that's marking. And Chier in the Mounts, uh, William Mounts, I think is his name, his uh, Greek dictionary, that word that means hand also means arm. And if that's the case, then yeah, that could make it the mark. Think about that, people. And y'all have a blessed and prosperous evening, day. In the mighty name of Yeshia, and peace and shalom.